0: Good morning, and welcome to Season 3 of Charged Up Studio. We are so glad to be back on the air. I am Dana Olivo, your host and CEO of Marketatomy LLC. Our vision with Charged Up Studio is to build a community for you as first-stage micro-business owners where you can get the education, support, and resources needed to navigate the daily struggles that come with launching and growing a small business. We shed light on what you don't know you don't know about building and growing a successful business. We're excited to unveil and introduce you to a whole slew of new guests eager to share their brilliance and lessons learned with you through the Charged Up Studio platform. We invite you to subscribe to Charged Up Studio through any of the many streaming platforms, or you can provide a review on our Facebook page at Charged Up Studio and recommend us to your friends and colleagues as well as support us through Patreon. So let's get to work and kick off this first episode. Today, I will not be joined by a special guest. I'll have to carry the load this week by myself. But that's okay, because we're going to kick off Season 3 talking about a condition that afflicts almost all entrepreneurs, whether large or small. O.P.A. So what's O.P.A.? It is something, I believe, all of you out there can relate to suffering from one point or another throughout the entrepreneurial journey. OPA is when you become so overwhelmed with the number of responsibilities and requirements associated with day-to-day activities of running your business that you become paralyzed or procrastinate and ultimately shut down or avoid doing anything in hopes that it takes care of itself, or you worry about it later. Does that sound familiar to you? Have you ever seen those commercials on television by pharmaceutical companies promising positive results for ailments such as IBS or RA or any other number of 2, 3, or 4 letter conditions? they talk about the beliefs or the benefits, immediately followed by the risks. Often the risks are scarier than the condition itself, right? Well, in the case of OPA, the risks of not taking advantage of the prescribed solution can be deadly to a small business. Risks associated with OPA include loss of reputation, customers, and credibility. It can also lead to mental and health issues due to stress and anxiety. It can also lead to increasing debt, loss of net worth, and ultimately bankruptcy. Does this all sound doom and gloom to you? Well, we don't want to start off this new season on a sour note. So this season of Charged Up Studio is all about showing you the light. It's about bringing awareness and solutions designed to expand your possibilities and keep you from suffering OPA. As most of you out there who have been following our podcast know, I've made no secret of the fact that I have failed twice in business earlier in my lifetime. I've suffered through each of the different risks that come with OPA. My first business was an advertising agency. I began my career as a graphic designer. So after a few years working within the printing industry, I believed that I could venture out on my own. That's usually the way it happens, right? I had experience in design, media buying, and copy development. I thought I had all the bases covered. However, my first mistake was taking on a partner who I really didn't know and strategically partnering with a company I did not research. It was not long after that the company was taken away from me by my partner who had joined forces with the strategic partner. To push me out. It was my own naivety and trusting nature that got me into this position. I had not protected myself or my business and ultimately lost it. I bought my second business from a friend who was diagnosed with cancer and needing to sell. A few things contributed to this major mistake on my part. First, it was a manufacturing business producing ceramic lamps for the hospitality industry. I knew ceramics. I had been involved in ceramics all my life and loved working with ceramics. Little did I know that I would learn to hate ceramics. Secondly, and most importantly, I knew nothing about manufacturing, scheduling, quality control, shipping, etc. It was a total disaster. I was so overwhelmed because I didn't know what I didn't know. Because I didn't know what I was doing and I basically took myself out of the picture and let it run itself into the ground at the cost of my health, financial security and almost my family. The third and final lesson learned during this business adventure was that I did not understand the why behind the business. I invested with my heart, but not for the business and its purpose, but because I wanted to help my friend. I won't say that there was a winner in this scenario, because ultimately cancer did take my friend. But with her death came the death of the business as well, which would have happened even if I had not purchased it. So where am I going with all this? So here's the lowdown. What you don't know, you don't know about growing a successful business can lead to extreme cases of OPA. There are five proactive tips To help ward off and minimize the symptoms of OPA, all of which can be implemented early on even before you actually launch your business. But more importantly, these tips will provide you the strength to avoid OPA at any phase of your small business growth. The first is to develop a plan of attack. This is the most important tip and is designed to clarify the plan of action for your business. Most business owners have a plan developed, but nine times out of ten, the plan resides in their head. We've all heard about the power of attraction and manifestation. Put your intentions out there to the universe and they will come true. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all we had to do was think about what we desired and it would appear, right? Manifestation of your dreams involves more than just thinking or believing. It takes an understanding and action for it to take root. Your plan is your list of action steps and how you will achieve what you set out to accomplish. So what does this mean? It means you have to have a clear understanding of what you desire. You have to have the courage to ask for it and go after it. The belief that it can be done and the strength to receive the reward once it is done. Your plan also communicates your desires clearly to all of those commissioned to help you get to the finish line, your stakeholders, your employees, investors, etc. The second tip is education. Never stop learning. One of the leading causes of OPA is the lack of knowledge, not knowing what you don't know you don't know. Through education and knowledge, you can overcome all hurdles put in front of you. There has been much data circulating as to why small businesses fail. Many of them focus on lack of leadership, funding and planning among just a few. The fact of the matter is with knowledge and foresight, all of these hurdles can be overcome successfully. Lessons learned is one of the most effective tools available for learning what to do and what not to do. Mistakes leave lasting impressions, and the lessons learned from those mistakes stick with you. My two failed businesses are perfect examples of this. You can choose to either be strengthened in your resolve to believe or withdraw in your failure. Business failure is one of the many, if not the biggest fears of any business owner. However, as you develop your entrepreneurial and managerial skills through education and lessons learned, you will find that one of your greatest assets is overcoming your fear of failure. The third tip is incorporate a time management plan. That overwhelming feeling that comes with OPA is the result of trying to manage all of the spinning plates at one time. Eventually, one begins to wobble and fall while you're focusing on the other ones. There are limited numbers of hours, minutes, and seconds in each day. Unfortunately, only every four years do we get one extra day to make the most of the time. So, making the most of the time we have is the key to avoiding OPA. We can control our time or let time control us. As business owners, we need to be able to discern the importance of everything demanding our time. Think about the activity where you fill a jar with big rocks and slowly put in smaller and smaller pebbles, ultimately filling in every crevice with sand. Effective time management increases your focus and improves productivity, ultimately allowing you to capture even bigger opportunities. In life, the Big Rocks should focus on major time commitments, such as work, family, health, career. However, we're going to focus on time management for your small business. What are your biggest time commitments in business? For me, they are strategic planning, productivity, business development, and project management. All of these activities require lots of time, hours if not days. I learned early on the art of block scheduling. I back out my responsibilities over a longer period of time and divide up the commitment into smaller components, assigning time and in smaller increments over a period of days or weeks. What most business owners forget when managing their time is to allot time for production. They fill their days with all of the smaller commitments, not considering the deadlines or deliverables. The next thing you realize is that you have a due date upon you and there is not enough time to complete the task. Allowing your time to be controlled by technology can also lead to OPA. I have found that by limiting the number of times checking my emails to two times daily helps in reducing stress and anxiety. I tell my clients if there is an emergency to to text me otherwise I will get back to them within a day. I find that they are fine with this arrangement The fourth tip is learn to delegate. A huge contributor to OPA is wearing too many hats. Many small business owners believe that they have to do it all to save time and money early on. The fact of the matter is that wearing all the hats costs money, especially if you do not know what you don't know. The cost involves more than money and time. It halts growth and lowers sustainability. You've heard the saying, jack of all trades is a master of none. I am the perfect example of a jack of all trades. I know just enough about a lot of things to be dangerous. But I realize that expertise comes from others. As business owners, it is important to know enough to understand if someone may be taking advantage of you, but realize that hiring an expert in what you don't know is critical to succeeding in business. My wholesale ceramic lamp business is a perfect example of what can happen when you go into something you don't know and try to wear all the hats. I remember that it got to the point that I dreaded going in every day. I was making stupid, impulsive decisions to meet deliverable deadlines. Quality control went by the wayside. All of these leading to a severe case of OPA. For those of you thinking, I don't have the funds to hire people, Consider engaging with the gig economy to get things done. I use Fiverr to write all of my blogs, to do my edits and update my website, assisting with marketing and social media. It's extremely inexpensive and takes a great deal off of my shoulders. The fifth and final tip is to hire a coach or mentor. This is probably the most important tip, but also the most overlooked by small business owners. You cannot build a successful business in a vacuum, especially now when more and more entrepreneurs are working from home, disconnected from the outside world. Some of our most influential businesses and sports professionals understand the importance of having a coach or mentor in their back pocket. Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins all have coaches. Even the Buddha had a coach at one time. There are three primary reasons coaches are hired to develop high potential or facilitate transition to another phase in life, to act as a sounding board, and to address derailing or sabotaging behavior. Coaching has become so mainstream today that even micro-business owners can take advantage of the benefits. So how do you choose a good coach? Well, there are a couple of ingredients that go into selecting a coach. First, make sure that you're highly motivated to change, learn, and grow. Next, make sure that the coach or mentor has a proven knowledge and credibility, that he or she understands confidentiality. Make sure they have good communication and people skills. Look for a coach with good chemistry to build trust, provide good feedback, and is goal-focused. The bottom line is, as entrepreneurs, we all suffer from OPA in one form or another. It's inevitable. How we manage the symptoms is how we do everything else. If we just ignore it and hope it takes care of itself, then chances are it's how you run your business and your family life. If you take a proactive approach and put in place the tools needed to immunize yourself, your cases of OPA will be short-lived and will become learning opportunities for future growth. So that concludes another episode of Charged Up Studio as we kick off our season three. I hope that you got a lot out of this podcast and we will be back next week with an exciting new guest eager to provide you with n- another lesson learned as a small business owner. And you can always reach us at info at ChargedUpStudio.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon.